This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Subscribe to the Astros podcast. Joined by Justin Verlander getting the ball on opening day. Steve Sparks here, and I'm with Lance McCuller. Tons of interviews. Robert Ford joined by Michael Brantley. Alex Bregman. Carlos Correa returning to the lineup today. Highlights. That is line in the right field, and that's going to get down for a base hit. High and deep, and it's gone. A grand slam. Follow your favorite team. Subscribe to the Astros podcast. We definitely love playing in front of our fans in Minute Park. <laughs> For the H. They never said it would be easy. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. And welcome back to Astros Baseball. Spring training here in West Palm Beach, Florida. We're at the 15 ballpark of the Palm Beaches where the Astros will host the New York Mets. Yesterday, the Astros won 5 to nothing. their first shutout of the spring. A lot of guys pitched really well and Michael Coffin, who's filling in for Robert Ford today. Thanks for being here, Michael. Lance McCullers. Michael or Lance McCullers uh, is hoping to, to kind of keep the ball rolling for the Astros hurlers. Yeah, first shot out of the spring. The ERA has been great all spring long, and McCullers uh, making his second outing of the springtime, uh, coming back from Tommy John surgery. Obviously, uh, looked good last time out, facing uh, three hitters, 16 pitches. Wanted to throw more. He's going to get a chance to do so today. And I don't think that the Astros care one way or another what the results are with Lance McCullers. Do you? No, I agree. I mean, the guy hadn't pitched since the 2018 postseason, and so it's just all about getting out there and competing and uh, and getting the getting the reps at this point, stretching things out yeah, just a little absolutely. bit. Absolutely, Michael Walker gets the baseball for. The New York Mets tonight, first year with the Mets, a longtime St. Louis Cardinal. What do you expect from Walker tonight? Well, he's been pretty good this spring. He's had two outings. He's not yielded a run. He's a guy that's uh, looking to solidify the back end of that Mets uh, rotation, mm-hmm. and he's a, he's a veteran guy. Battled some injuries last year. Obviously, New York hoping for a uh, you know a, a return to form for Michael Walker for sure. sure. That pitching matchup presented by Houston Methodist. Houston Methodist is proud to be the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Keys to the game, Michael, are presented by Honda. Visit your local greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Honda, the official sponsor of the Houston Astros. There were seven cuts today uh, with the Astros uh, before the game tonight. There were, and, uh, you know, it was confined to pitchers. And so, you know, we'll see. Obviously, we're getting to now to the point in the spring where you start to uh, thin out the roster a little bit, let the regulars get some more time. In fact, today for the Astros, uh, you have pretty much the starting lineup outside of uh, Yuli Gurriel in the field. Gurriel is DHing, of course. Uh, Jordan Alvarez is out. But outside of that, the regulars are in. You have Taylor Jones at first base. Mm-hmm. He's continuing to get some long looks. Looks like the backup catcher for the Astros is going to be Dustin Garneau. He's out there tonight catching McCullers for the first time. Yeah, it should be good. We'll see how it shakes out. All right, we'll have more of spring training baseball right after this. Looking for a great place to bring your friends and family? Head on over to Carbach Brewing for some fresh craft beer and damn good eats. With our on-site restaurant and sprawling beer garden, there's always something for everyone to enjoy. So grab a Love Street Blonde or a Hopadillo IPA and kick back and relax. 
and keep up with all of our events by following us on social media at Carbach Brewing. Carbach Brewing, crafted for serious fun. And welcome back to the Fit Team Ballpark of the Palm Beaches where the Mets are in town to face your Houston Astros. We're going to have an interview with Taylor Jones, who's playing first base tonight for the Astros. Now this from your local station. Minute Maid Park. Fans loving it. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Lock in the best seats with exclusive benefits with 2020 season tickets. This was hammered to left field. That is a no doubt about it home run. That's hit well and deep to left field. Looking up. See you later. Visit Astros.com slash season tickets, and we'll see you at Minute Maid Park. Welcome back to Astro Lunch. This is Steve Sparks, and I've got Taylor Jones, who's uh, making quite a splash here in spring training so far. Taylor, uh, you get to spring training, second year in big league camp. How's it feeling so far? It's been good. Um, there's a good vibe here. Yep. I think Dusty kind of provides a great environment for the cool. guys and making the young guys feel included, and um, it's been exciting. I mean, it's been you know good to be in, around all the other guys and um, kind of getting dialed in for the season to start. When you got uh, to spring training or you're on your way to spring training, was there anything that you were kind of dialed in uh, to try to make an impression on this coaching staff? I mean, obviously you got new eyes mm-hmm. this year in the organization, so of course you want to make a good first impression. Um, but really it's just about going out and, and do what you do best. You know, um, me playing different positions obviously had um, some opportunity to kind of show that I can move around and be versatile yeah. and um, just kind of continue to swing it. We've seen a little bit of first base, a little bit of third base. How about the outfield? Have you played much outfield in your career? Um, I played a little bit um, in double A AA and triple A. Um, haven't been working out too much out there um, this spring, just kind of honing in on third and first. Um, but I would imagine at some point I'll you know start taking reps out there and, and maybe you know give it a shot and give another opportunity out there. From our ob- observation, it looks like your swing has gotten shorter uh, this spring compared to last spring. Is that is that accurate? A little bit. I mean, I don't want to necessarily shorten up the swing altogether. I just want to make quicker movements and um, spend less time loading and getting ready for the pitch um, as it's coming in, just to kind of give myself that extra, you know, split second to make a decision. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, I still want to use all my levers, my long limbs are you know um, gives you leverage and strength yeah. exactly you know it's a it's a good tool to have so I don't want to cut that short but at the same time I want to be quick if I'm gonna be long then I got to be quick what was the biggest difference uh, in the jump from double-a AA to triple-a the pitchers you faced I'm sure the experience and pitching backwards and things yeah guys are just a little bit more precise they yeah. know where they're gonna throw it and they know how to attack you they come with a game plan and um, as we're adjusting, they're adjusting, and, and they're smart up there. So um, it wasn't overpowering as far as you know the different stuff. It was just guys knowing what they're doing up there. Last thing with Taylor Jones, uh, second year in spring training camp. Last year, I'm sure you were very quiet, very observant. You feel more comfortable this year? I mean, I'm always quiet and always observant. That's always that's just me. Okay. Um, doesn't matter what setting you put me in, but uh, definitely, you know talking to a few more guys, kind of picking their brain or listening on conversations. Um, like I said, talking with Dusty and yep. seeing what kind of input he has to say. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's obviously a comfort level once you've done this before and, and you do it again. So obviously it's, uh, you know, a little bit more comfortable than the first time around, but I'm still doing my thing when it comes to observing and, and learning yep. from, from the guys above me. And you're doing your thing on the field. Thanks for catching up, Taylor. I appreciate it. Thank you.
Back with more Astro Launch right after this. The Astros Foundation is the official nonprofit team charity of the Houston Astros. We seek to harness the passion of our fans throughout our great city and beyond to support youth sports and education programs, the recognition and honor of our nation's military, childhood cancer, and domestic violence awareness, and efforts to reduce homelessness. Our initiatives include the Community Leaders Program, Astros MLB Youth Academy, and reviving baseball in inner cities through our Astros RBI program. Visit astros.com slash foundation to learn more. The Astros Foundation, a true MVP of the Houston Astros. Top of the seventh inning, Astros with a 3 to nothing lead over the Boston Red Sox. We're at JetBlue Park, just two and a half hours away from West Palm Beach. Steve Sparks and Michael Coffin, and we're joined by beat writer for the Astros with MLB.com, Brian McTaggart. Good to see you, Tax. Thanks for coming up. Yeah, good to see you. Long drive over here, huh? Okay, so already you told me you're going to have an Australian accent this entire segment, and already you went with... Wait, he's not Australian? With the Pasadena twang. I lost it somewhere in the middle of the state. <laughs> <laughs> All right, new pitcher, Brian Johnson. He's a lefty, and now playing left field, Nick Longy, I think is how you pronounce it, and going over from left field to center field's Duran. Leading things off is Osvaldo Duarte for the Astros, right-handed hitter. As a big lefty delivers and misses inside, so you got a chance to go down in the clubhouse, Brian. And I would assume Josh James was down there. Did you get a right. chance to talk to him? Yeah, I talked to him just now about five minutes ago, and, of course, he was very happy with what he was able to do today, you know, an efficient uh, performance. He, he sort of built off his last start. You know, we, we've talked about how he's working on being more linear to the plate, working on his delivery. Thought he was able to do that, carry it over, and against a really good Red Sox lineup. I mean, they had most of their main guys in there. So, uh, you know, he, he wanted to pound the strike zone early with some fastballs, was able to do that, and uh, he was very encouraged. Well, one pitch goes to the backstop. It's 2-1, and one, and uh, I would imagine that he comes to this ballpark and you face a stacked lineup like the Red Sox have. That's one of the best offenses you can face. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, you know, I asked him that exact question. He downplayed it a little bit he to did. him. It's more about... Um, you know his execution, pound, yeah, execution, pounding the strike zone, and but yeah, I mean it's got to be in the back of his mind that he's doing it against uh, you know an A lineup from a, a really good team and one of the best offenses in baseball for sure. If you're going to handicap the the fifth starter for the Astros right now, all three pitching pretty well. Who you got? Yeah, it's tough. Um, if I had to pick one right now, I, I probably would go with Josh James after you know what he was able to do for a, a couple of starts. I mean he's been very very impressive. But he's still got, what, three or four more to, to build on it. And so he's got a lot of work to do to get deeper into the game. Still a long way to go. Yeah, and, that, and that's one of the things he really wants to be. He worked hard in the offseason, he says, to pitch deep into games. You know, and I, I think if we see him take a little velocity off, um, you know, I think he'll be willing to do that. I, I saw him hit 98 today on the. Uh, Is that right? Really? Where'd you see the gun? Right over here on oh. the sideboard, yeah. Oh, okay. On the line drive. Uh, <laughs> it only took us seven innings to find yeah. it. Thanks, Tags. <laughs> Thanks for that text. <laughs> Duarte swings at one in the dirt for a strikeout. Now batting is McCormick with one out. Nobody on here in the seventh. Astros lead three to nothing. Talking, of course, with MLB.com's Brian McTaggart. So now we can see the, the velocity. So 97 for Josh James in this one. Ground ball to third. And it's a five to three put out two away. And even with that velo tag, I mean, he's been ultra efficient. I mean, you look at this spring and 52 pitches, 40 for strikes. Well, yeah, I was going to mention that, you know, 20, 21 strikes a day out of 29 pitches. And the Astros pitchers are really pounding the strike zone this spring. Um, you know, just a couple of days ago, we saw that um, with a couple of other guys. So um, Urquidy really pounded the strike zone the other day. So, um, you know, that's good. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I don't know if that's a, uh, 
organization-wide thing they're trying to work on right now, but uh, a lot of strikes are being thrown, and that's good. Dictating the counts, and even Fromber throwing more strikes yep. right now. Yeah, and if he's a guy in the strike zone, I mean, it, you know, I always put him third on that list of guys battling for that fifth spot. But if, but if he's in the strike zone, I mean, he, he's got a real shot. He's at least viable to be in the bullpen because you have to trust him to throw strikes if you're going to put him in the pen, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. You can't have him come in and walk two guys right off the bat. Now you've now you got a mess on your hands. So, yeah. And I think that, that might be his role ultimately on this team is out of the bullpen. Give him a, a lefty who can, you know, give him a little bit of length as well. So Three batters. Three batters, right. Yeah, yeah you've got to face three batters now, so you don't necessarily need the. But the, he's great against righties. Yeah, he is. So, yeah, it's uh, some interesting decisions at the end of the bullpen and the rotation for sure. The batter now is Steven Wren, and it's an 0-2 pitch, a, a breaking ball in the dirt, and he swings through it for a strikeout. So a 1-2-3 for Brian Johnson. Well, thanks for helping us catch up on the state of the Astros. Josh James looked great, and, and Brian, if you don't mind me saying, you look great. Thank you. Houston is the city we love. A city of heart, resolve, determination. A city we embody as we suit up and step on the field each day. We play for the H on our caps, for the legacy we will build together. We play for our city. Our home for the H. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 